Welcome to the Your Girl Yaz podcast, the podcast to listen to if you're looking to build a beautiful relationship with yourself. We're open-minded and we're stepping into the confident, powerful, abundant version of ourselves together. So if you enjoy the show, please leave a review and subscribe to the channel. It helps me way more than you know. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Your Girl Yaz podcast. Today I've got kegs on and I'm so excited if you don't follow kegs on Instagram I literally just put a story up about him because he's just so amazing he's living his life going out there traveling doing all of these amazing things so welcome to the podcast kegs thanks for having me thanks for the nice sweet introduction I love that yay well I've actually got more so on every oh. episode with my guests here we go <laughs> I write everyone a little note before because I don't think enough people realise what people think about them. Like people think, oh, they these amazing people, but don't really say it. So I like to write everyone a little note. So, Kegs, when I look at your Instagram and your TikTok, you are the definition of living for the plot. I love watching all the beautiful sides to you. You're a refreshing soul online and I'm so happy I came across your profile a few years ago. For anyone who doesn't know Kegs, he's a TikTok and Insta legend and shares his life, the good, the bad, the crazy travel stories, the different things he does, and he's such a bright person online. There is so much pressure to fit in a box to either be the party type, the spiritual type, the business type, and the list goes on. So what I love about you is you break the bloody box into a million different pieces and aren't afraid to share and be all the, the beautiful versions of yourself. So thank you for being you. Oh my God, that gave me goosebumps. I love that so much. <laughs> thank you so much. That was beautiful. <laughs> you're welcome. I just think it's so nice, isn't it? Like when you're in this space to just share because it's lovely and it's definitely not easy when you get to this place when you're able to kind of step into your own shoes, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. And like, I think as well, people don't even realise that they should say what they're thinking. If you're thinking something positive about someone, like, people don't usually say it. Like, whenever I get really nice messages and stuff from people, which I don't even get it that much, it makes me feel, like, so appreciative of it because it, like, motivates me then to keep doing what I'm doing because sometimes you might get in your own head and you might not want to continue because you may... So obviously, with humans, we like a bit of validation in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. And whenever you get that sort of reassurance that you're doing, like, good and you're helping people and you're, like, spreading positivity and stuff, then it motivates you to keep doing it even more and you're continuing to try and spread joy. But if you don't, like, people don't think they should spread the joy. And even myself, sometimes, I'm like, if I see someone doing something positive, I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. I'll try my best to mess, give them a wee mess. I'm like, oh, my God, I love what you're doing. You're doing amazing. Keep smashing it. Like, I try and I push people as much as I can because I know how much it means to me. So thank you so mm. much for giving me that wee bit of <laughs> positivity. I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. Honestly, I, like, it makes me really happy. And that is so true. Like, when you get those messages and things, it really makes it all good. But I do want to know more because I know that it probably hasn't been easy to get to this point. So I would love you to just share your story from the beginning. Tell us all. <laughs> oh my God, where do I even start? <laughs> that is like, so I could talk about five, for about five hours on this whole journey. I suppose the start of this sort of journey in terms of personal development and stepping into the most authentic version of myself I suppose and just sort of stepping put myself out there in a way and um, I suppose it all stemmed from the darkness as in like we not everyone goes through like dark parts of their life like for me I went through really difficult few years maybe from the ages of like 16 till 20 where I experienced some trauma I really had a tough time in school the last few years and then I went to university I was doing things which I didn't want to do which other people wanted me to do 
and I basically was so unhappy, but I didn't have the tools to cope with it, didn't know, didn't have a clue about really anything, and all I was doing was getting myself into toxic situations, manifesting negative situations in my life because it's such a negative mindset, mm. and I basically was going to party in way too much, like just basically a party to escape how awful I was feeling, and looking back, I definitely feels so much like sympathy and like so much love for that like younger version of myself but I'm also kind of grateful that that happened because that happened and like experienced that really tough time where there's there was points where I genuinely did not want to be here anymore and looking back that that that, that those points were what made me into the person I am today um for sure and basically a, a long story short because I could talk about it for ages I basically had like a rock bottom moment whenever I was in uni I was basically doing an apprenticeship with a really good like company and it was like mm -hmm. a company that um everyone was like like everyone would think of it as like a really good place to work or whatever and it's quite hard to get into so I was living I was doing like an apprenticeship that like oh my god so many people would like want to do like my mom was like oh my god this is amazing like your career set blah blah blah, blah. but I was so unhappy like I was really mentally unwell and I was just not good I had a rock bottom basically where I was partying way too much, ended up getting sacked and kicked out of uni on the same day, obviously, because it was an apprenticeship. And at the time, I was like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing in the world. I was like, oh my God, I frigged it. Like my life was over. I'm 20 years of age. Your life hasn't even started yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember I was crying outside the office to my friends who were working in the place. And I said to them, I was like, I have no money. All I want to do is travel. Like all, I, all I've ever wanted to do was travel and I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And... I did it. <laughs> I did it. I basically went and started doing like party seasons basically because back then I loved to party. I did. I loved to party. Yeah. And I still do love to party. I'm not going to say back then because I still do. <laughs> that no. part of me is still here. Like that part of me is definitely still here. You know what? Actually, I love what you said there now how I don't put myself in one box. Like I could be the yeah. spiritual. I could be the party. Like I am all these different versions of myself and that's something I've had to come to terms with recently because hmm. I think doing social media and putting myself out there in that way I feel like I need to be this certain way because I want this certain audience but then I also want to be this certain way and then that attracts a different audience I'm like if I I, need, I want to consistently be myself and be all these different versions mm -hmm. but I'm like I feel like I, I was so struggling of my identity on social media and online and I'm in person as well because I'm like I can't be this party person that does yeah. crazy things for the plot and tells <laughs> mad stories to my friends, but also be this like Zen yogi, spiritually evolving and um, like growing person as well. <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. But I'm like, no, we're all we're all souls living out this human experience, and mm. we can be all these. We can we can experience all of the different things that we want to. So yeah. you shouldn't really put yourself in a box. But yeah, I completely d distanced myself off from the conversation there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. And just on that note as well, I feel you because I have come from like my dad was like a believer, like all my family are big partiers. And that's just how I've been brought up. Like I just mm. I love the party. And now being a mindset and an empowerment coach, people can be a little bit like, Hold on, you still like the party? I'm like, Yeah, babes, it's still <laughs> still, still like there. to send it. <laughs> And you know what actually I've noticed as well? See a lot of the people that I've met on my travels, like all the yogis, all like the proper mm. spiritual Zen people, and at all ages, they all had party faces. <laughs> like all of them, I feel yeah. like they all, it, it just, because it opens your mind in a bit as well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, a lot it. of people I've met, they love it. And it's so, it's really cool when you can just be open-minded to meeting these sorts of people. And I'm sure you've met a lot along the way now and just hearing people's stories and experiences and like, Oh, okay, yeah, you don't have to put yourself in one box. You no. can just go out there and be whoever you want. Whoever you want to be. As long as you're not hurting another person, be whoever you want to be because you can. You can be whoever you want. Yeah. I love it. 
And like that's the that's the thing I love about solo traveling as well. Like I feel like I I love traveling with friends and stuff too. But whenever you're traveling with friends and stuff, you don't really put yourself out there to meet new people. But see, when I'm by myself, I meet people of all different ages, from all different nationalities, from all walks of life. And you hear their stories, you hear what they're getting up to, and you're just like, it helps you learn. It really helps you open your mind to like the whole entire world and like all the different people in it. And I yeah. think that's also really like leaving for me. Leaving your hometown is one of the best things that you will ever do for yourself genuinely like you if you stay in the one place you're staying in your comfort zones you're never going to grow you're never going to evolve you're never going to become you're never going to live up to your fullest potential because you're staying in the same place no disrespect to anyone who actually likes stays in the same place some people love it that's just them like everyone everyone is different everyone is content if they want to stay at home then i'm not no disrespect but for me personally yeah. and for anyone else i feel like i would advise everyone to leave your home even for a while if you don't like it you can always just fly home like you're only a flight away do you know what i mean exactly and it's so true, like, if you're someone that's sat at home and you want more right now, it's winter, it's cold, we've both just gone home, and it's like, if you want more, then it is that easy to just book the flight, isn't it? Like, yeah. especially when you're saying you were that young, how mm. did you just do it? You just, you went for it. So I think whenever I was, like, 18, basically, I would follow this girl who done seasons and, like, my life and all those sort of places, and I had never seen anyone doing that stuff before, I didn't know anything about mm. it. I'm from like the smallest wee town and or smallest wee village in the middle of the mountains and like rural Ireland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm from the middle of nowhere, and um, the only thing around here is like fields and sheep and farmers. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, but basically, I then was like so unhappy at the end of school. Basically, didn't really have like a solid friend group or none of that, and I was just like done, mm. and I just needed to escape. I think. So I got a one-way flight. My last A-level exam was that morning and I got a one-way flight that evening to Ayanapa in Cyprus by myself. Thinking back, looking at my wee cousins who are 18, they're babies to me. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, like I could not picture you flying on a flight and going away for the summer yourself, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But anyway, went there anyway. And I think because I was so young, it ripped the band-aid off of the fear of like traveling on your own and stuff. I think that's it sort of ripped it off very young age. Um, mm. And then obviously I started the apprenticeship after the summer ended. Just got very, uh, that was a wee taster of like, enjoyment like I loved that we season the nine up it was great crack and um, yeah. then went back to normality like the nine to five in Deloitte or wherever I was working wherever I was working with Deloitte <laughs> um I <laughs> basically went back to that and I just was like no no it wasn't for me um so done that for like a year and a half and then when that was done I was like I'm going I'm leaving um and then basically stayed for a boy which was silly because I knew it wouldn't work but at the time I had like low self-worth and I was sort of like an attachment um to that boy but uh yeah stay for a while for that and then basically that all ended and i basically moved away then to michael i think it was this is like probably young party boy days i was like 20 years of age do you know what i mean yeah. um see so yeah, i went for it for a summer and then i was planning to come back to uni but i met a girl there who worked on cruise ships and then from there just kept going place to place and just go but I, this as well i had no money like people are always like you need money to travel you need money yeah. to do this you need money to do that like obviously i had a wee bit of money to be able to pay for like the first month's rent or whatever but like I had like barely anything like I was going straight to a place and living off what I earned like I was just working all the time in like different places because mm. you can't get jobs in these places like um and obviously if I was very 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 stuck I have the privilege that I could maybe borrow money off my mom and dad always pay them back always pay them back but like if I was very stuck like I knew it wouldn't be like stuck 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 like some people obviously are in different situations um but then, yeah, I started going place to place. So I worked on the cruise ship for a while. Then I moved to Ibiza, got a job there. Then I worked, moved to Andorra in frisky season. Then I done Miami, back to Ibiza. Was it then? Was that when COVID then kicked off? Miami kicked off. COVID kicked off in Miami. We had to leave then. 
and then I was home for a bit and um, working in as the butchers for a while. Uh, <laughs> so I was and that was so that was the whole start of my like spiritual growth. I think so. The first season in Ibiza in 2019, I had this mm. sort of spiritual awakening. And before that, I feel like like I was brought up Catholic. My family are raised Catholic, but I was so like, this is a load of shit. I don't believe in any of it. I'm like, didn't believe in anything. I think also the negative mindset just didn't allow me to have any faith in anything at all. Um, so I stopped going to like mass when I was like 15. Like refused. I was like, I hate it all. Didn't like any of it. Didn't really like. Mm-hmm. Didn't really like anything at home to be honest, because of me being gay from like a small place. And it was like, yeah. it's a lot different then than it is now. To be fair, like it's only. It is only what, like, ten years ago since that. But see, in the past ten years, it's came yeah. along so much since then. Um, and like, I remember, my I was such a people pleaser. Like, I tried my best to fit in. All I want to do is fit in and be popular. Like, that was, that was all I cared about. It was just so stupid. Mm. But I forced myself to be a man. Like, I basically forced myself to walk, talk, and act more like a man. I forced myself to be good at football. Like, I was like playing football. I was getting with all the girls. Like, I was just forcing myself to fit in to be liked. Which is so sad because if you step in who you truly are, then that's when you're going to feel so much happiness. And I think that was probably, that probably stemmed, that me trying to fit in so much probably forced me to go into like a depression. Um, what was it? Was it, um, what do you call that, Jim Carrey? He said, depressed is deep rest because you are basically trying so hard to not be yourself. So it's like you're mm-hmm. deep, you become depressed because you're in deep rest. I don't know. I can't, I can't know if I got yeah. that right. I probably butchered it. Um, so that, that I, I keep spiraling back and forth there. Sorry. No, but it's so interesting. I just love, I'm so interested because if anyone looks at your Instagram and just sees this crazy outgoing, like all of this stuff, and it's just really nice to hear the background of it. And yeah. it's really nice to hear it. It's like, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I did. I really, really did struggle for a long time, and I did have a few traumatic experiences, which made it even worse. Um. So yeah, then I hit Ibiza in 2019, and at this point, I was like fully atheist, just partying all the time, all that there. But there was one night where we were at an after party on the roof, and I was with all my friends. The music was playing, and the sun was rising. And I looked up, and I seen the sun coming up, and I looked around and seen all my friends dancing, and it was as if I had like woken up. And like mm-hmm. a different, like as if I woken up for the first time, and there was like I'm getting goosebumps even talking about this. My yeah. entire body started pulsating with gratitude, and I was like hysterically crying. And I was like, the it was like, oh my god, this is the best moment of my life. This is the best moment of my life. It was something I've never felt before. It's just gratitude and love and joy just pulsating through my whole body, as if I was like fully like it was the weirdest thing ever. I was looking at my friends. My friends were like, what is wrong with him? Like, why is he crying? So I was like, I don't know. I just can't stop crying. It's the best moment of my life. So, that there happened and then after that moment after that night you know like all you see like quotes on instagram and you hear people talking about mindset stuff and all that there i never acknowledged any of it before in my life like literally a suicide past didn't even pass any remarks and all that mm-hmm. stuff and then all of a sudden i would start like reading stuff like that and we start resonating and i would start like picking up on it and then i wanted to learn more and then i would listen to different spiritual podcasts and just it just ever since that moment all the signs started coming to me so i started picking up on it more as if i was like aware of it for yeah. the first time and then that first COVID after Miami, I was obviously working in Asda Butchers and I wasn't meant to, I got in trouble for it all the time, but I was in the Asda Butchers in the back on my own, AirPods in, and I was listening to podcasts flat out, I was listening to audiobooks flat out, it was the first time I was listening to like self-development things and I started like growing as a person slowly but surely. Um, and then, yeah, I was flat out doing that and I was feeling great, I was like, oh my God, learning about myself and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I know what, what direction I want to go in, I want to do this, I want to do that. And it sort of made me stop it sort of made me stop caring what people thought a wee bit. Not, definitely not fully at that point. Definitely not. But 
and then I was like, maybe I want to do like social media because I followed a girl called Sinead Haggerty. I don't know if you follow her. Yeah, she's coming on the podcast soon. Oh my God, <laughs> right. This is so weird, but I should probably fucking laugh at me saying this. But I literally followed her for years, right? As in when she was in, she was the one I followed to go to the season of Magaluf because she's from near me at home. And I remember I yeah. followed her when I was 16 and I was like obsessed with her. She was partying in a medication in Liverpool. She was going to Magaluf all this year. I was obsessed with her and yeah. she had like followers or anything. <laughs> And I basically went and done a season of my life because of her. And then she started getting into the spirituality stuff and the meditation and stuff. And then I started picking up on what she was saying. So I was listening to everything she said and learned from that. Yeah. So she sort of got me into spirituality in a way. And then obviously, then she, she was doing social media. And I was like, I always wanted to start doing social media because of her. And then eventually I started doing it. And then she, I remember, it was the maddest thing ever. I was obsessed with her for years. Like, I, you know what people say, like, who's your inspiration? I would have said her back in the day. Like, I think yeah. it's a bit different now because I'm really good friends with her now. It was yeah. so weird. But <laughs> back in the day, I was, like, obsessed. And, like, I, I, I honestly, I seen her in pre-mark one day after I had already started doing social media. And I walked past her and my heart sank. I was like, oh, my God, that's Sinead Haggerty. Like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, this is mad. Am I allowed to curse? Huh? Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, and then, yeah, so she walked past me. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? And then I think she like followed me that evening or something. And I was like, what the hell? And she messaged me. I was like, oh my God, I walked past you in Primark and fangirled over you. And I was like, sorry, what? I was like, I've been obsessed with you for years. And then she invited me to her like Braveway meditation course launch. If you haven't done it, you should get involved if you like meditation as class. Yes. Um, but she invited me to that, so I went to that, and then stayed with her, and I went out, and then she invited me to Bali, and I was like, fuck, she just go to Bali, so then I moved to Bali, stayed with her in Bali for a bit, and then ended up living with her in Sydney, and we became, like, really good friends, and I was like, is this mad, like, I, like, I feel like I manifested her to be, like, one of my close friends, it's mad, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool, but I, I completely go on rampages on different topics from when I started all the road, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Please don't say sorry, this is what it's all about, like, I yeah. am so here for just a good chat like that's what it's all about is hearing people's stories and yeah I love people it. learn so much from real life experiences because it's all good and well listening you know reading books and audiobooks but you can learn so much from people's experiences and stories and from like that with Sinead myself and just like she's so inspiring for so many people isn't she and yeah she's so are you Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but all it is sometimes is seeing something to make you think. Do you know what? If they can do it, like why? What's stopping me? Hundred percent. Like if if you are going after what you want and trying to be just the best, most conf- a confident, authentic version of yourself, like which I've been trying to do over the past few years, and I've been doing a lot of work to get to that point. Still a lot of work to do. We all do. Yeah. But I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> me watching other people doing that inspired me to do that and then obviously I'm trying to do the same so hopefully then other people would like try and maybe be like oh my god maybe I can like go traveling by myself or like maybe I could like start social media or start like a venture that I would be maybe afraid of what other people think but now I'm like he doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit what people think why should I do you know what I mean exactly it's so true like I've literally just flown home so I went to like around Asia and I had a similar thing in Thailand I just had a breakup I was in a really low point I was working in a hostel I was doing loads of shrooms acid all of this stuff and I had a massive awakening and I was walking around this rave and I was just like I'm getting these like little fairies telling me to come with them they're like come with us come with us and the next day I was literally just like I can only eat clean food I just need to be like barefoot yeah. I just had this idea to start the podcast I read up the episode who I wanted on like it was crazy anyway I come out of the trip and I was like oh gosh your girl Yaz podcast like all of this stuff came up and then I went to Bali and I was in still 
drinking party and doing lots of you know all of that anyway I'd booked this self-love retreat day before the retreat I was in a bike accident I had all of my stuff stolen I woke up in hospital and I was just like right this something needs to change now like I went into this retreat everyone was all like glam and beautiful and I walked in with like a a, a rucksack still bleeding from the bike accident and nothing <laughs> it's like there's only one way like you're gonna go down two paths here you're either gonna end up dead pretty much and yeah carrying on or you make a change and I moved to Oz had no money left I just was feeling really lost in Sydney so I spent my last few hundred quid to go to Byron Bay and I just made it happen. I decided, fuck this. I'm going to go go after what I want. I started the podcast. I started my business. And it's like, do you know what? What's stopping you? Like, love. Just... <laughs> Don't no, I love that so much. I feel it is, it's, it's those yeah. really like shitty moments. It's like, quite makes you question resistance. Like, what the actual hell am I doing right now? And then you're like, you know what? I may as well. I nearly freaking died. I may as well go and do what I want. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always Byron Bay like. I lived there for six months. So have you no. heard of the piano bar? I've heard of it, yeah. So I worked in there for six months whilst nice. building, like studying and everything. It was so good. Like I just loved it. You'd walk down the street, you'd see someone like naked, someone walking around with maracas. Like, is that what they call maracas? You just see so much random stuff and no one really gives a fuck. Like everyone's yeah. just doing what they want. And it's such a cool environment. And um, I find yeah, it's just cool to try something different. Um, so I lived there and then I lived in Noosa and I nannied in Noosa. I'm just interrupting this episode with a special announcement. This is for the girls who are talking down to themselves, who are stressed about money, who are scared about what the future holds, who are feeling stuck, who want better habits, who want to feel confident in themselves and know their worth, who are ready to truly transform and step into their power introducing the embody empower embrace program designed around building a beautiful relationship with yourself this eight-week transformational program is here to upgrade your relationship with money your body confidence your habits who you surround yourself with it is so transformational and this program gives you a chance to upgrade your life with a group of like-minded women all on the same path I'll leave the link for the waitlist in the show notes to receive exclusive early bed access information and a special podcast offer. And I had this vision of like, right, I want to move somewhere where I have a lovely place and a car. And I managed to find this nanny and role where I had like a mansion to myself all the time. I had a car. The kids were lovely. I was just in the pool and attracted all these amazing friends. And it's just like you go through each chapter and there's so many different chapters like I love the party chapters I love the wholesome and I wanted to actually ask as well how you found it coming home after traveling oh right (laughs) so I think yeah so no to be fair I came home in like June from Thailand um so I think I think because I've been traveling non-stop for since Michael basically so it would be like five and a half years now I think I always was coming home, but when I was coming home, I knew that I was going somewhere again soon. Like, I always knew yeah. I was going somewhere again soon, so always something to look forward to. So every time I came home, I think I didn't really like coming home at the start, but I think the more I'd done the work on myself and the more I started to love myself and the more I started to love my home. Um, 
and I've became like my relationship with my friends and family and everything at home is now phenomenal whereas it, not, it, it used to not be the best um, because of the work I was doing on myself and made me like have different respect and everything but that now coming this time coming home I basically remember I went through like a crazy sort of spiritually evolving maybe a few weeks in Thailand and I was doing a yoga class and the yoga class and yoga class is so weird I felt like I want, needed to come home and then when I ask myself so when I ask myself questions is when I'm really connected and like meditation and stuff I like ask my heart and I can feel like if it's a yes like a, from my chest it's so it's, a, it's I don't mm. know God says but only when I'm really connected like you know when people say speak to your you can listen to your heart or whatever and when I'm really really connected I actually feel like I can um, mm. and I was like uh, should I come home and my heart was like yes and as soon as it said yes my yoga teacher started singing I'm coming home I'm coming home did it, did it. I can't remember the rest of it, but I was like, I was like, what the hell? That is so mad. So I was like, right. So basically came home and but when I was in Thailand, I was so clean in terms of vegetarian, didn't didn't eat meat, didn't take any sort of substances, didn't drink alcohol, didn't uh, smoke vapes, didn't just didn't drink mm. coffee. I was just so pure, so clean. And done it for like three months and I felt phenomenal. And I thought that I was gonna continue that when I came home. And as soon as I got back into the Irish environment, I done every single thing that I had stopped within two days. Yeah. <laughs> within two days, I was like, what the hell? Uh, so I basically went quickly back into maybe an Irish version of myself, um, mm. which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that version at all, but it's just like I quickly went back into it. And then your environment plays a massive part on where you go on and stuff. Um, but then I started seeing a guy and from home thought he was like exactly what I wanted in terms of I wasn't so I basically then got offered a job in Ibiza uh, for the summer and I basically went and worked and partied for 10 weeks straight and um, which brought <laughs> I honestly I never ever thought that version would ever come out again and it came out in full force I got to party for 10 weeks it was, it was lots of fun um, yeah. but before sorry before I went I was going through that sort of like no, it wasn't really a breakup because we weren't together but it was like kind of kind of a, bit of a wee bit of a breakup I was definitely struggling at home, like definitely in a bit of a rut, like couldn't really, didn't really want to be at home at all, like I would far rather be anywhere else in the world, offered that mm -hmm. job, went to Ibiza, came home from Ibiza, and again, same thing happened, got myself in a bit of a rut, I was like, oh my god, I don't want to be here, like I don't really have that many friends here, the weather's shit, everyone's working mm -hmm. nine to fives, and I'm like, moping about the place, like what am I going to do, um, and then that was for the first few weeks, for sure, it was, I definitely did struggle, but mm -hmm. then I started trying to flip my mindset again I, I had a negative mindset I know for sure I had a negative mindset when I came home they beat the blues or a, a real real thing yeah um <laughs> so then I said I just was like you know what one day I was just like you know what I've had enough of feeling this shit so I was like I'm gonna go easy on myself and I'm gonna take it day by day by day and slowly but surely mm -hmm. trying to get myself back on a higher vibration and it started off literally instead of just moping about all day I started off me literally just take my take my dog for a walk in nature one day and then the next day it would be like maybe taking them for a walk and also doing meditation, like easing myself back into doing high vibrational things that, that I know were good for me because I know all the different tools that will raise my vibes, like dancing, singing, going for walks, going to the gym, breath work, meditation, yoga, all of them. There's so many things out there that raise your vibes for sure. Um, so I started each day slowly but surely trying to raise the vibes. And then I did, I got in a good routine. I started feeling better. And when I started feeling better, and I started thinking more positively. I started manifesting more work. 
And then I started getting yeah. busier with more work. And I was just like, it's all about the level of vibration. Like if you're on a high vibe, you'll start getting more positive opportunities coming your way flat out. But when you're stuck in low vibe and you just want to stay in that stuck vibe, nothing's going to come your way. You're going to stay in a negative situation. So you have to slowly but surely, it's, it's easier said than done, but slowly but surely just try yeah. and get yourself out of that wee rut. Um, but yeah, I got myself out of it. And then got some really cool opportunities and I've been sort of really flat out the past few weeks to be honest and um, I went to London there for like a week and that was great fun definitely partied a lot but it was good fun and then you know what as well networking like I felt I got basically asked to go on a date basically in London and you like literally the day before and for Winter Wonderland and I was like I was like should I go and I, I, I was joking to him I was like oh yeah he's like I'm gonna Winter Wonderland tomorrow come and I was joking I was like oh yeah I'll, I'll book a flight here I'll come and then he was like, oh yeah, dare you, like joking. And he, knowing me, he doesn't. He obviously didn't realise that I am that spontaneous. And I was just like, yeah. fucking someone on Skyscanner. And I booked the flight, literally two hours later, I was on a bus to Belfast to fly to London the next morning. But in my head, I was like, I feel like I'm being called to London for some reason. And I was like, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna meant to meet someone or something. And then I basically figured out the reason I went to London today. So I networked, spoke to loads and loads of different people when I was out and partying and stuff. I basically met a guy, I'm obviously not gonna say what it is, but I met a guy in London. Yeah. We were talking away about like my social media, blah blah, and then he basically contacted me today, and he's got me a really cool collaboration with a company that was on my list. It's one of my favorite companies to like, as in like the products that I use. Um, mm. it was on my list from when I first started social media, like two three years ago. It was I've, I've been manifesting for that long, and I met him in London, and now I'm based, it's coming into fruition. And I'm like, it's mad when you feel like you're meant to go somewhere, just go, just fucking go, yeah. and you never know who you might meet. Like I met this guy at an after party, and now he's got me. <laughs> And he's got me the opportunity that I've been manifesting for years. Do you know what I mean? Like everything just falls in a place when you raise your vibes. And yeah, now I'm home. Yeah. I am back home now. I've been home now a while. I'm, I'm just trying to get in routine and trying to get shit done, yeah. you know? I'm actually, you know what? I literally, literally said to someone, I was like, I'm having the best few days ever. Like I'm just feeling great right now. It's good. Yeah, it's so true. And what I was going to say as well is I think people think with like manifesting and things, like if you just put it out there and people get quite disheartened when it doesn't come straight away but it just takes time like you just said three years you put it out there yeah and if you really do give things time it just that's a perfect example of it just coming in how exciting it comes, it comes when you're least expecting it it comes whenever you're exact whenever, whenever it's time for you to get it do you know what I mean yeah 100 and like as well like I obviously I've only really I'm kind of early into this whole like personal development spirituality mm. sort of journey as well compared to other people but you often I think for a while I was often comparing myself to other people on the journey, other people in like the same line of work as me and things like that. And it made me sort of maybe think I wasn't like good enough. Maybe like obviously a comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. And I think when I had, when I was in those states of comparison, obviously I wasn't progressing. I was like keeping myself in a lower vibration. And then once you're like, you let it go and you realize, no, these people have like years ahead of you as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the people are obviously have years more experience, blah, 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 blah. But yeah everyone's on different paths you have to really focus on yourself and like let everyone else do their thing as well like if they're being really successful let them if they're chatting shit about you let them just let people <laughs> yeah. be and don't let it affect you in the slightest regardless if it's positive or negative yeah because you can see it in you like you do shine bright like it's that's a bit cringe wasn't it there gosh <laughs> <laughs> here we go yes but it's true like when you are so authentically yourself which you are it does mm. really shine through and it's so it's so inspiring for people like even like me like I've only been doing this for like six seven months I've, yeah. and it's like it's so nice to see and I think definitely for people social media is so 
we're all on it. So being really wise of who you actually do follow and spending your time following people that are doing cool things and bright things and not just taking selfies and things like that is really cool as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I love that. See, the end of the year now. So for a lot of people, they're going to be reflecting. Some people are really happy going to their family. Some people are feeling a bit low. But I'd love you to share kind of your best advice after this year for yourself. Oh, this is a good question. Oh. The first thing that came to mind there was solitude. And one thing I learned this year is that solitude is key for you to get to know yourself. It is key for you to learn more about yourself and to do the work on yourself too. And it's also put you out of your comfort zone. Like maybe basically like maybe solo traveling, like going to a country completely on your own and just staying with yourself for a while. Like my plan at the start of this year is this is so random, but yes, I'm going, I'm going on a tangent. Is that all right? I love it. Yeah. A few, a few <laughs> days ago. So basically I've became like very aware of like downloads and stuff like that. And I was walking yeah. around the lock. Yes two days ago walking around the lock around my house and basically I've been walking around that lake for years and years and years and I have never noticed there's these trees that bend over the top of the path and they're like a triangle and when I was walking underneath I felt like I felt like all this energy when I was underneath the triangle and I was like what is that and then I hear like ringing in my eardrums and whenever I hear ringing in my eardrums I feel like a message is going to come through and I was like right I'm open to receive whatever message this is and it was like you need to be all alone again like you need to spend time on your own again and I was like right and I thought that meant I need to be single I need to like not have a man for a while but when I was walking then around I got a vision of Copenhagen where I was completely on my own and I was like just doing yoga every day and I was like oh that that's what it means so I think at the so in the start of January I haven't confirmed it yet but at the start of January yeah. I think I'm gonna fly to Copenhagen and I'm gonna spend one month just by myself just doing yoga meditation gym and healthy living for like a full month just sit with myself and like grow more as a person and mm. um, so solitude is key also stop giving a fuck what people think lads it's 2024 nearly just stop caring what people think like <laughs> if people have a negative opinion of you that is on them that has nothing to do with you do what you want start social media start that business start singing online do whatever, do yeah. whatever it is you want to do as long as you're not hurting someone else do what you want um because realistically no one actually really cares and if they do that's because they have their own issues like people put out hate they're attracting hate in their own lives so you just you keep being yourself spreading love spreading joy being kind and knowing that you're a good person and it'll all work out for you just stop caring people think lads smashed it <laughs> i love that so much i feel like that's a really lovely place to end it's just been such a good mm. episode and yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot and it's so, so just refreshing to speak to you. Thank you so much for having me. I know I literally go on about five different hundred tangents. So sorry about that. No, honestly, it's so talk, nice. I could talk to a brick wall for about a year. <laughs> I'm the same though. I literally don't shut up. But podcasts with like guests on is really good because I actually just listen and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I shut up that, for once. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Your Girl Yaz podcast. My next episode will be out at the same time next Tuesday. And I absolutely love receiving messages from you guys about the podcast. So my Instagram is it's your girl Yaz if you fancy reaching out. Thank you so much and I'll catch you on the next episode.